Welcome back to another Edge God In podcast. Thank you for pushing the pause button to Edge God In to your mind, your will, and those emotions that seem to hijack us in actually 125th thousandths of a second. Did you know that? As soon as you have declared within your mind, between your two ears, that something outside of you is a threat to your sense of safety and well-being. Shazam! The mind tosses a cascade of neurochemicals within the body, known as the stress hormone, amongst other things, and we become locked down in only three choices, three reactive choices of response, fight, flight, or freeze. When we're locked down, an interesting thing happens when it comes to our ability to connect with other human beings. No shocker here, becomes very difficult to positively connect with another human being when we're in lockdown mode. When was the last time you were in lockdown mode? Perhaps it was right before you got on this podcast. Perhaps it happened 24 hours ago, a week ago. Just allow your mind to tune in to the last time that you were in lockdown. Something happened outside of you. Perhaps someone said something. Perhaps it was even just a facial expression. It's amazing how many assumptions and stories we create based on people's facial expressions. We come to all kinds of conclusions, negative conclusions oftentimes against ourselves based on people's facial expressions. Satan is very crafty. And he uses everything that he can get his talions on to toss us out of peace, out of the peace of Christ. He's very intentional at this because he knows when we are out of the peace of Christ, then we're ineffective for God's work. Notice this as you're going through earth school this week, that when your emotions get the best of you, when you get in lockdown mode, and that's what happens, it is a lockdown, my friends. You become ineffective in loving other people well. Edge God In is the voice of emotional intelligence in Christ. Emotional intelligence in Christ is the activation, the wakefulness, the attentiveness of the Holy Spirit within you to discern and manage, to help us discern and manage two things, our emotions and behavior in a way that honors God by loving others well as Jesus did. An interesting fact is many of the books on how to love other people well, they're not bestsellers, <laughs> nor are the books on love. That's interesting, huh? Because that's the number one thing that we all deeply desire. We are here to love and be loved. And our desire as we go out into earth school is many times to prove our worth and value and to prove our value and worthiness of love. So today we take a deeper dive into a very small account that Jesus had in the book of Mark that will allow us to see very quickly and reflect upon, and this is our learning objective today, to reflect upon Jesus' example of willingness to connect from a place of compassion. As we are continuing on with our lives, as God leads us on, obviously you're still wearing the earth suit today, thankfully, 
because you're listening into this podcast, so you're still in earth school, yay, we have the opportunity to learn from Jesus' examples in the scriptures, which is why I love the scriptures. Following Jesus' example. He is the emotional intelligent one. He is emotional intelligence, just as God is. He has the capacity to meet, connect with, and positively impact all different types of personalities. We did a series on Edge Got In a, a little while ago on DISC, and if you haven't listened to it, it's very fascinating because it just gives us insight as to how we're all wired. In our book, Emotional Intelligence in Christ, we offer a, a uh, an assessment uh, called the Biblical DISC as well as the Emotional Intelligence uh, EQ assessment that kind of gives you deeper insight. So if you're interested in that, some people aren't, so that won't that won't light you up, that won't turn your lights on. But if you're interested in finding out how you're wired a little bit deeper, you can check that out in our Emotional Intelligence in Christ book, which can be found at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com. Getting back to the desk, we did a four-part series. I say we, meaning Ken Vogus, who is an adjunct professor at Dallas Seminary. And he was uh, a mentor to us as we were writing the book, Emotional Intelligence in Christ. And he does an amazing job, if you look up on our website, Edge Got In, uh, describing the, the four different personality profiles that we all have a tendency to gravitate toward and show up with. I love the disc and I use it with my clients professionally in executive coaching and team development. It's an amazing resource simply because it shows how we are wired. And once you know, the more how you're wired, the more with the Holy Spirit activating within you to help you discern and manage your emotions, you can love people well. There are task-driven people, the Ds, there's people-driven people, those are the Is, there's process-driven people, that's the Ss, and there's logic-driven. The Ds want control. Their biggest fear is loss of control. The Is want social acceptance. Their biggest fear is rejection. Ss typically want routine. They also honor process. So you don't want to go to someone who's wired like an S and say, hey, you've got to do this by five o'clock today. That's going to cause them a lot of anxiety. And they fear loss of routine. The C's want the data. They want to get it right. And their biggest fear is criticism. C's actually will solve problems by asking validating questions, which many times if you're around people asking validating questions, did you mean this? Did you mean that? And it's more in the weeds. Many people will get triggered by that thinking that the person doesn't trust them, when in reality, it's actually just a wiring. It's how they process and solve problems. So that's kind of a summary of that four-part series, which uh, I invite you to check out if you haven't on Edge Got In, the D-I-S-C, DISC. If you just put DISC in the search bar at edgegotin.com, you'll find uh, the different podcasts connected to that. Today, we're going to do a Again, uh, just a short, deeper dive into one scenario in the book of Mark, chapter one. The title of today's podcast is, Are You Willing? Are You Willing? Jesus is. Jesus is always willing, my friends, to enter in. And oftentimes in the midst of the hustle and bustle of life, we forget the greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart soul, and mind. And the second 
love your neighbor as yourself. We can't give out what we haven't mastered within. So our goal here at Edge Got In is the first step in emotional intelligence in Christ is to have our identity grounded in the lover of our soul. Why is that so important? As our identity is connected with who God says we are and his purposes for us, then that directs our thoughts, which fuel our emotions, which guide our behavior. So our greatest place of empowerment, truly, is the time we spend sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening, reading, meditating upon the word of God as we're going through life to up the chances that we will choose his presence within us to respond to the craziness of the outside world and undesirable outcomes rather than our own human efforts, which are very limited. This is what actually puts emotional intelligence in Christ in blue waters. The biggest difference is our resource for success when it comes to being able to manage our emotions and behaviors well. I don't know about you, but I do not trust myself when it comes to my emotions. And so watch as you go through life this week, what triggers you? And as we spoke about in our last podcast, one big fat lie that steals our peace and purpose. If you haven't listened to that one, check that one out because it's a great way to reestablish your point of reference for control. My friends, we are not in control and that's okay. God is in control. What he's given us control over is our free will to choose him or not in all situations. Holy Spirit, may we choose you more today than yesterday. Give us the grace to be united with the love of Christ within us so that we can love well. We can show up even in the midst of disagreements, even in the midst of persecutions, even in the midst of feeling misunderstood in a place of love and connection and confidence in you. That's the only way we will have success when it comes to emotional intelligence. So lead us on, Lord, and open our hearts into this small encounter you had, but it has profound impact when we allow ourselves to truly sink into this encounter that you've had. You are the one who works within us, both to will and to act according to God's purposes. It's not about us. Give us the strength to just get over ourselves, to stop thinking about ourselves, our need to be right, liked, understood. Help us to approach life from the inside out. Make us aware of how much you love and adore us so that we don't cling to the attachments to need certain outcomes in order to know that we're safe and enough. More of you, Lord, less of us. Lead us on, and may the words of my mouth and meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight for the edification of every human being that's tuning in today. Grant them the grace to have an open heart, and we pray for your anointing on this podcast today, that you would stir up your presence and your love in the hearts of all who are listening, that they would draw closer to you more today than yesterday. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Are you willing? Jesus is. Mark chapter 1, verse 40. 
a man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, if you are willing, you can make me clean. I'm going to pause here with that first opening verse from Mark chapter 1 and just give a little context here. If you are willing, you can make me clean. Now, a little context with Mark. Mark was a disciple of Peter. And if you read the book of Mark and you start with chapter one of book Mark of, of Mark, you will notice that it's almost as if Peter is uh, has shared with Mark all of these things. And Mark just took a pen and paper and just started jotting them down because there's no soft entry into the book of Mark. It just jumps in with... John the Baptist on the way with the bat with the baptizing the bap the baptism and temptation of Jesus. Then it drives into driving out an evil spirit. This is all in chapter one. Then he heals many people right away, and he also sets up a great practice for us to follow in Mark one to pray. Get off to a solitary place and pray. And after he did that, he healed a man with leprosy. So here we are at verse 40 in Mark chapter 1. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, if you are willing, you can make me clean. What is it for you today? As you lean into that phrase of the man with leprosy, what is your leprosy today? It's the eating away of something. There's something that's eating you today. What is it? Ask the Holy Spirit to show you, because this is what Satan uses to rob your peace with the goal of making you ineffective for God's work. Because he knows when you're emotionally spun that you'll be compromised in your ability to allow God to work through you. So what is it for you? If you are willing, Lord, you can make me clean of this. What do you want the Lord to clean you from that is eating at you today? Filled with compassion. Okay, this is part of our learning objective. Following Jesus' example of willingness to connect with other people with compassion. Now, I'd like to add a little caveat to that, a little end sentence to that. When it's not easy when we don't want to. This is the place of empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was tired already. He was healing. He had to get up and, 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 and felt the um, urge of the Holy Spirit to get to a solitary place. He was traveling. He was speaking. He had just jumped in. And this was just an, one of many, many human beings seeking healing. And yet he was filled with compassion. When we get drained, it impacts our emotions and our behaviors. And that's when we get hijacked. Invite the Holy Spirit to help you experience the compassion of God in your own life. Which is why I ask the question, what's eating at you today? Jesus desires to heal you from that as he desires to send you out to be a vehicle for his healing to others. Filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. This is profound because at the time, 
people with leprosy, as perhaps you might know, were banned from society. They were outcasts. They were, uh, people ran from people with leprosy. I mean, just for a moment, think about this. Can you imagine walking out your door, just going into the grocery store and just everyone running for cover because they don't want to get near you because they're afraid they might catch what you have? This was this man with leprosy. So what does Jesus do? He counteracts what societies would naturally do and was doing at the time. Society was shunning and Jesus went in. Be his ambassador and be willing to go in. There are encounters today that the Holy Spirit, God has prepared a plan for you. As we know in Ephesians 2.10, we are the handiwork of God, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. Take that verse to heart. Memorize Ephesians 3.10. Lord, I am your handiwork. You have prepared good works for me to do for you today. So show me what those are and help me to do them with compassion. Before I can do them, this is what I desire to be healed from. Make me clean from this. What is it? Negative thoughts, self-doubt, fear, pride, greed, and greed has many different faces, my friends. I've been convicted many times of the Holy Spirit of wanting someone's time and attention and not getting it and hearing the Holy Spirit say inside of me when I was all anxious and emotionally spun, say to me, that is a form of greed. Keep watch. Anytime we're demanding of people's time and attention and focus, it's a form of greed. So what is it for you today that you desire to be cleansed from so that you can be used as his ambassadors for the front lines? It is dark out there. We are called to be a city set on a hill to outshine the darkness. Let's follow Jesus' lead here. In spite of the fact that this man was an outcast, Jesus went right in. Filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately. The leprosy left him and was cured. One time I read through all the gospels and I counted all the times, I was counting up all the times that it said immediately, instantly, um, uh, you know, after a healing, there wasn't any lag time. The conclusion of how many times I, I witnessed it in all four gospels came me to, brought me to this thought that God's healing is not confined by time or intensity. When it's done, it's done. Pick up your mat. Go. Is there anyone here to condemn you? Immediately, Jesus' healing takes place. Be clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him and he was cured. Jesus sent him away at once with a warning. See that you don't tell anyone, but go. Show yourself to the priest and offer sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, though, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere.
Jesus was approachable. Jesus was interruptible. We go deeper into this in chapter six in the Emotional Intelligence in Christ book. Jesus was interruptible for God's work always. Are you? Am I? As you go forth from this podcast, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what work, good work, he's prepared in advance for you to do. I've often heard the Holy Spirit say to me many times as I'm caught up in my to-do lists and projects, hey, you're here for me, not you. I've put you here to be faithful, attentive, focused on me, not to be successful, not to make a name for yourself, but to bring me glory. This is the work I have for you today. So let's chunk this down into action steps. Rather than jumping into our own to-do list, before we do that, let's pause before we enter our day and say, Dear God, Ephesians 2.10, Philippians 2.13, you are working in me both to will and to act according to your good purposes today. You have plans to prosper and not to harm me. And the biggest part of those plans are the good works you've prepared for me to do. Help me to tune into those good works today. Who do you want me to talk to? What do you want me to say? Is there someone you want me to call? Where do you want me to show your compassion today? You are my guide, my mentor of emotional intelligence. Give me the grace to get out of my own way so that you can reach the people as you did the leper and hundreds and thousands of other people through history. I want to follow your example, Lord, of willingness to connect with others even when I don't want to with compassion. Are you willing? Jesus is and Jesus was and Jesus always will be willing to one, cleanse us from our own leprosy, what's eating us alive. So that's the first meditation from today's podcast is to take a moment and really sit with the Holy Spirit. What is eating you? What is your leprosy? What is the thing that continually triggers you? You'll be fine for a little bit and it goes from dormant to live that you want to be free from so that you can run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. Seek that healing from the Lord because he is willing. He desires to make you clean, to allow you to begin again. Start afresh, anew. His mercies are new every morning. After you've taken some time to reflect on that with the Lord, the next step is ask him to fill up what needs to be filled within you so that it can spill out to the people around you. So connect with God with what needs to be cleansed, what your leprosy is. And after you've spent some days in a solitary place, as Jesus did, to pray and to seek God's wisdom on that which is eating you up. 
then ask him to fill you with compassion so that you can be his hands and his heart to reach out to other people around you and say, I'm willing to go in. And many times that willingness I've learned just working in the, in the industry of human beings, many times your call will be to guide the person back to themselves and their own resources. We're not talking about enabling. We're talking about empowering. Jesus was always about empowering. True compassion guides people back to themselves as connected to God and their fullest potential with their available resources or offering resources. Hey, I don't do that, but I know someone who does. Hey, I don't know about that, but I do have a connection of someone that might. Or who do you know that might be able to help you with that? Look for the well-posed question. Jesus was a masterful coach as he sought out the, the question that needed to be asked to free the person. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus is constantly giving that space for reflection. Follow his lead on that as you're guiding people back to themselves as connected to God with his grace and mercy. So take some time to reflect on this passage, these passages from Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. Where do you recognize yourself when you read these passages? What stands out to you? What do you want to be cleansed from? And how do you want to take action moving forward to be a compassionate witness to the presence of Christ in other people's lives? Our greatest joy comes in the measure through which we serve and love. You will get back tenfold within as you commit to your, your life as, as, a, as a life of service to the glory of God. Another action step you can take before you do anything, jump on any call, lead any meeting, clean any part of your house, do any grocery shopping or errands that you need to get done or conversations with your family or friends, before you do any of that, pause, give yourself 17 seconds to connect with God. What do you want me to do in this situation? How do you want me to show up when I grocery shop? I want to bring glory to you. Perhaps there's someone you want me to meet there and smile at to let them know that they are seen and that they matter. As we think less of ourselves, we think more of God and the freer we become. Enjoy your gift of life today. And visit us at edgegodin.com for the one sheet to capture today's learnings. As I mentioned, check out the DISC series. It's a four-part series on Edge God In, as well as the recent podcast, One Big Fat Lie. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that one, it's a good one to remember whose you are and who's really in control in the midst of these crazy times. So outshine the darkness, and I look forward to our next podcast together. God bless you today.